0: Alright, what's up guys? Welcome back to the Riggles Rag Podcast. Ian Cummings here. Uh, last time we were on, I, it was me and Tim Payne, and we were talking about reality checks in regards to Ron Rivera and his hire. Now we've had some time for all of it to settle. You know, it's not the honeymoon period anymore. We can actually scrutinize what's going on. And um, it's interesting this year in particular because two other NFC East teams besides the Redskins also made coaching changes, the Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, the Giants picked up Joe Judge from the Patriots, and the Cowboys got Mike McCarthy from the Packers. We're going to talk about that, compare the hires, and if we have some time, talk about other hires around the NFL, too, like Matt Rule, who replaced Rivera in Carolina. So a lot on the docket today, but first off, I got Connor Forrest and Jacob Kamaker, uh sitting and waiting. So uh, Jacob, I'll go with you first. How you doing? He's got new mics, so his audio quality should be pristine.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to be using the new mic, that's my number one excitement right now, uh, which may make my life seem sad, but this mic is pretty cool, so uh, I'm glad
0: to be here, glad to be talking football, as always. It's the little victories, man, you take them when you can get them, (laughs) for sure. Connor, how are you doing? Doing great, man, Uh, Jacob sounds just
2: as as fabulous as always, sounds great, but good to be on (laughs) with you guys.
0: Oh my god, the flattery in here is too much, man. I gotta take a walk for a sec. No, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's good to be back with you guys because I know you're got you guys are gonna have some thoughts about the coaching hires. It's something we've all been kind of following. Uh, this year, I think there was less than usual this year. I, I know a couple of years ago there was like seven. There was only five this year, and three of them were in the same division. So let's talk about that real quick. Um, the Redskins hired Ron Rivera. They got to the jump on that real quick. Um, the Cowboys took a really long time. They were like trying. They were trying to see if I think Jason Garrett was like lobbying for his job or something. So that that took a while to resolve. But they ended up getting Mike McCarthy, and then Joe Judge was the surprise hire that no one really expected. Apparently, it was in the works behind the scenes. A lot of people thought Eric Benemi was going to be the Giants coach, maybe um someone else rule before he went for the Panthers. Uh, but um yeah, they just they caught everyone by surprise there. So a lot of interesting stuff with these hires. Uh, Connor. I'll start with you. Which hires your favorite one in the NFC East if you had to pick?
2: You know, it's, it's easy to, to be the, the homer here. I'm carrying the bucket for the Skins. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually think the Ron Rivera hire was the best in the NFC East. And I actually um, I didn't put the Ron Rivera hire league-wide as my favorite hire in the entire league. For the Redskins, Ron Rivera really just, just fit perfectly. I, I think um, as the league trends more towards... The offensive mind, the Josh McDaniels, the Eric Bieniemy, Kevin Stefanski, there wasn't really much chatter of John Filippo, but those kind of young, offensive-minded guys already in place, you have Zach Taylor and Sean McVay, just those young guys who were just offensive geniuses. That's kind of where the league is going. That's not what the Redskins needed. Um, and I think that the Redskins, obviously we talk about, I mean, we threw the word culture around religiously, but they really did need... A leader of men. They needed a cultural rebuilding from the ground up, and I think Ron Rivera was just that guy, the perfect guy to do that with. And I think the Redskins need to just find that identity in themselves that they're not this offensive team, this 2012 Redskins RG3 style um, offense. They're not what they have going in Arizona with Kyler Murray. They're a defensively sound team. They're a team with a lot of talent on on the defensive side of the ball, and they need to build that up. They need to bring in a defensive-minded coach, a tough-minded coach, Somebody with a proven track record and somebody that can bring people into the building that are respected around the league. The Redskins haven't had that in a long time. Uh, I love the Ron Rivera hire. I just think it's fantastic. Uh, it's gimmick-free, uh, and they didn't need to take a risk. You didn't need to go out there and get somebody like Matt Rule who isn't really proven, or Josh McDaniels, uh, or, or Eric enemy who isn't proven. You need to just take the hire that you know you can trust going forward. That. You know, I would put Mike McCarthy in that category, but I would just put Ron Rivera above Mike McCarthy in, in most of those ways. Um, I think it was just a great hire. It was definitely my favorite uh, of the NFC East for sure. Uh, and then yeah. I had, I had yeah. Mike McCarthy going second and then Joe Judge at the end, but uh, I'd love to hear what uh, Jacob had.
0: Yeah, I think that's a sentiment that's mirrored uh, pretty commonly throughout the Redskins fan base. I don't know what you think, Jacob. What Which hire was your favorite? Do you have a different opinion there?
1: No, I agree. I think it was Ron Rivera. You hit all the nails on the head, Connor. The big thing they needed was a culture change. They needed someone who would be able to motivate their guys. That's what they lacked under Jake Rudin. Too often when they had big games, they did not show up. They just played horribly in those outings. Ron Rivera got guys to play hard in Carolina all the time. Um, And we saw what happened after he left Carolina. The last four games of the season – the Panthers were so non-competitive that it was borderline embarrassing. I think they lost <laughs> by like an average of 27.3 <coughs> points per game. Yep. Uh, that might not be the exact number, but I did research on this a while back, um, and it was so, so horrible for them. And, I mean, Rivera got the most out of their, that team, too. I mean, think about it. Early this year, they were 5-3, and three, despite the fact that they had started an injured Cam Newton and Kyle Allen as their quarterbacks. I mean, that's pretty good because we saw Allen kind of fall off down the stretch, especially when Rivera was gone. Uh, but he was able to get them motivated. And I kind of don't think it was fair that they fired him um, based off the performance of the season, though. I think the owner just wanted to pick a, uh, a new coach. I think Rivera fits perfectly in Washington. He'll get the team on the right track, which is what they needed. Like you said, Connor, they didn't need the splash hire. I think Rivera was the perfect thing that they need right now, get everything back on track and try to set a foundation moving forward. Um, I am not nearly as high on Mike McCarthy as other people. Um, If you look at his track record in Green Bay, uh, he had one Super Bowl win with Aaron Rodgers, but they never even got back there after that. Um, And just he too often late in his career with the Packers, his offensive game plan was stagnant. They didn't adjust well. In some ways he reminds me of Jason Garrett and that <laughs> if he has a good team, he can get them to the playoffs and he might be able to win them one game. But can he get them further? Can he get that next step? I'm willing to concede that McCarthy's definitely a slight upgrade over Garrett because he has proven that he can at least win in the playoffs. But I, I don't know how much upside he has, even with the rumors that he uh, you know, put in a lot of work into trying try to upgrade his offense here's, the last here's year.
0: The, uh, here's the thing with that, because he sold me with that, you know, talking about analytics and stuff. And, oh, yeah, I've studied what I did wrong the last time so I can figure out how to change it this time. He sold me on that. But then in his press conference, he came out and he's like, well, you know, I wasn't as sold on that as I said I was. And then when he was talking about analytics, he's like, well, first off, the very first thing you need to do is run the ball. And I'm like, well, that's Oh that's not really that's not okay <laughs> that's not really in tune with what we're talking about here so it's like I'm not quite sure I'm not quite sure he he was all that he chalked himself up to be um in in that story or whatever it was so I'm <laughs> I'm kind of in agreement with you um a slight upgrade over Jason Garrett as you said but um maybe still a guy who kind of got outgated as time went on so we'll see what happens there but you know I I I think it was a, a smart move to pair the Cowboys uh, roster which is I think contention ready with a, with a coach who can get them there it was a high floor I'm just concerned about the ceiling that's ultimately my concern with Rivera too um, is that ceiling aspect uh, but let's talk about Joe judge too because he's kind of the he's kind of the wild card you know not a lot of people know much about him Jacob do you, do you know more about him because I know you covered New England sports um, for a little bit I'm not sure how much you um, because he was I think he was the wide receivers coach and special teams coordinator, so I'm not sure how popular of a figure he was. But some, um, do you know any more about him in terms of what his leadership style is, how much upside he has there?
1: Yeah, I'd say he has a lot of upside. His uh, his leadership style is he will press his players and he will try to get the most out of them. Uh, but he's by all accounts a good leader and a good guy. Uh, not not in the same way that Rivera is. I think their coaching styles differ. I think Judge is a little bit more hard on his players, where Rivera um, tends to be more of a player's coach. But I think Judge is going to be able to get the most out of the Giants. Uh, you look at successful coaches across the league. A lot of people just look for offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. But people forget that John Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator before the Ravens hired him, and he brought them to new heights. Uh, he won them a Super Bowl Um, And Joe Judge has learned under Bill Belichick. He's been the special teams coordinator for four years. Um, Before that, he was with Nick Saban. So he's learned from the best in the college game. He's learned from the best in the pro game. He knows how to run an effective program from those two. Now, it's all going to be about how they implement that. And I think their offensive coordinator hire is going to be very important because um, he'll need someone to help develop Daniel Jones. But I think what we're going to see from Judge is that he knows how to run a successful team, and that's why the Giants brought him in. They want someone, you know, who can lead the team and not necessarily be a flashy big name. Like, uh, there's a reason Judge got, the, got a job and Josh McDaniels didn't. Um, it's because the Giants wanted someone in there who can really build their program. I think Judge will be able to do that, so I'm higher on him than most, um, but, again, that's pop, probably because I'm more familiar with him than most. Um, a lot of the leads were buried at the beginning when it was reported the Giants had hired him because they only listed him as a receivers coach. I think it was Schefter who tweeted that. Uh, big time burying the lead because being a special teams coordinator of what was has been the best special teams unit in the NFL for the past few seasons is definitely a big time feather in Judge's cap. So I'm very interested to see what he does, but I have high hopes.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I remember it when uh, his press conference was aired on Twitter, there was something he said about, you know, the most important thing he learned from Belichick was being flexible within your personnel. And he went on about that and stuff and really did a nice job explaining that notion. And that, to me, really, that resonated with me. So I'm like, this guy, all right, he has some common sense. He knows what he's doing there. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see how he does with the Giants. Uh, Still got to see those personnel moves play out. I think, ultimately, my favorite hire... Initially, it was Mike McCarthy, but after his press conference, I'm not as high on him anymore. So I think my favorite hire would be Ron Rivera, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not bullish on any of these. You know, um, Rivera does concern me in a couple ways. I, I think he's a really good match for what the Redskins needed. They needed a culture change. You know, Everyone gets swept up and, oh, we need an offensive coach. No, we need a defensive coach. At some points, you just need a leader. Like you said, that's that's Joe Judge's primary function, really, is that he seems like he's a very solid leader, you know. Uh, that that whole specialization thing sometimes gets overblown. And I think Rivera fits that archetype well. One thing that concerned me, um, you know, the, the whole analytics thing, not as concerned about that anymore. I think Scott Turner can help compensate for that. You know, he, he's got some good people to delegate to on the staff, it seems like I'm more concerned with the personal accountability. Um, in his, during his press conference, someone asked him, what would you do better in Carolina? And he said, win a Super Bowl or something. And, you know, I, that's a good notion. It's going to get fans riled up and everything. But I, at some point, I'd like something specific. You know, if you, if you weren't super consistent over those years, didn't have back-to-back winning seasons, you know, I, I, later on, you could say the quarterback issues hurt, which they did. But ultimately he didn't get where he needed to be and at some point maybe you need to go into the details and the depth of it and kind of say hey this is where we got went wrong this is how we can fix it this time I don't know Connor what do you think about that because I know you're pretty excited about this hire I'm maybe you need to sell me on it I don't know that it's it's a little thing it's a little thing I really think he has a high floor and he can do good things for this franchise and ultimately the the first thing they needed was a culture change so even if he doesn't work out long-term, I think the immediate benefit will be substantial. But the, the the personal accountability of it is kind of just kind of irking me a little bit, just sending me the wrong way. I don't know how you feel about that.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I can totally see that. I think the excitement about Ron Rivera is probably amplified twofold. A, he brings a new attitude. He brings that just confidence that, you know, it's the personal accountability. Yeah, like you, like you said, that may— Concern you, you may think, okay, I'd like to see you be a little bit more, a little more self-reflection in you. But I think the confidence gets people amped up, and I think the second part of that, and I think probably the biggest part of it, is not per se Ron Rivera, but what Ron Rivera represents. I think we're watching a change, and this could completely blow up in my face in a years time. It could completely unfurl, and Dan Snyder goes back to the way he did things in the past. But I think what Ron Rivera represents is showing. Uh, A, how Dan Snyder is changing his approach. Clearly, he's completely swept out the front office. And I mean, from front office to training staff to uh, scouting to everything, he's completely revamped. And obviously, you could see in the opening press conference that other than Dan Snyder thinking that January was Thanksgiving, you could see him clearly identify the fact that things are going to change around here because things need to change around here. And Ron Rivera is that first step. Whether he works out or not, I believe he will work out well. But I think what, what excites people, excites me, and I think what excites fans as well is the fact that he represents something much bigger. He represents Bruce Allen gone. He represents the decade-long of mediocrity, the decade-long of teams coming in and out of FedEx FedExfield laughing at us, the decade-long of, of fans taking over our home stadium of players leaving the team and saying that training camp is soft and practice is soft and people don't really care and there's no one knows who to go to and nobody can look at anybody in the eye because there's a weird power structure. <laughs> that getting cleaned out is what brings the most excitement with Ron Rivera because him standing up there and saying, I wish you won a Super Bowl, of course, there's a little bit of, okay, I'd love for you to self-reflect some more, but there's a confidence level that, that Jay Gruden did not have. Uh, that nobody in that, in that front office or in that coaching staff has really shown in a long time. And that gets people that gets people excited because that shows that either that the coach is being empowered and the coach has the opportunity to make some change. And I think what Ron Rivera, I think that's the one thing that people are probably mistaking sometimes, is that it's not that I believe that Ron Rivera, again, I said it in the article, he's not Don Shula. This guy's not offensive the party. He's not the greatest coaching hire in the last 10 years by any stretch. It could completely blow up. But I think what he represents is much more exciting than even what he brings because you can see the change in the Redskins from top to bottom already. Again, it could completely go upside down, but I, that's what gets me excited. And uh, I think that's what will get Redskins fans excited for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, you should be an inspirational speaker, man, because I'm, I'm over here. You're starting. To, I'm, I'm a stubborn person, but you're starting to sway me a little bit. I don't know. What do you, <laughs> what, what do you got? I was going to say, I, I, could start, I could start charging you both. Uh, no, no, no. That's not – that's not <laughs> – no. okay, moving on. No, okay. Um, Jacob, what do you got? you feeling the same way with Rivera?
1: Yeah, I think, I think the representation of change he brings is, is just what the team needed to change that dynamic and culture. And it's something that we've talked about throughout this year with Bruce Allen when he said the culture was damn good. And everyone knew that was a bold-faced lie. Rivera is bringing with him a new culture, and he's going to try to put that into effect. And like you said, Connor, it may not work out. We don't know what's going to happen. But at least off the bat, it seems that Dan Snyder is entrusting Ron Rivera with that um, mission and giving him the power to do things how he wants to do things. And he's, you know, he's proven in the past that he can lead a winning team and lead a winning program. And I I really do think the last couple years, the injuries to Cam Newton have really derailed his teams because... Um, if you just look back, and I know a lot of people like to say, "Oh, we hired the coach of the Panthers who were five and eleven last year." Well, the team was five and three with Kyle Allen, like I said, and when they fired him, they were, I, I think, five and six, maybe five and seven. So, uh, if, if we're talking about from a, just a record standpoint, Rivera is still thirteen games above five hundred in his career, and I, I think he's had more good seasons than bad when you consider what he's been working with. So if he can build up enough uh, good personnel in Washington and really plug some of the holes they have, I think this team will have a shot to turn it around. It just depends on uh, when exactly they'll be able
0: to do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, at the end of the day, no matter how you spin it, (laughs) this is a move that really needed to happen, and it's a good foundational. It's a good step in the right direction for a team that's been mired in dysfunction for two decades you know no matter how you spin it it's a good thing I guess my philosophy and it it seems like it's it, it seems like this is different than other people you know I just can't get past that ceiling you know that that hypothetical ceiling he might not have a ceiling he might be able to you know get where he needs to be but for me I'm just looking at it I'm like you got a chance to start start over why not swing for the fences you know and I look at what the Panthers are building over there I think this is a good segue into that um, because the Panthers <coughs> Still getting over that cough It's been here for like three weeks I don't know why But um, the Panthers They got Matt Rule from Baylor Who was widely considered One of those kind of like Gems in the rough Diamonds in the rough um, And then he Went to his press conference really just charismatic guy You know uh, Had really thorough answers For every question That they had for them And then uh, Just a few minutes ago It was, it was uh, posted on Twitter That he'd Managed to um, bring over Joe Brady, the LSU offensive coordinator, who uh, helped Joe Burrow reach sixty touchdowns and almost six thousand passing yards this season. Um, so he's going to be their offensive coordinator now. I look at that and I look at you know how open they are to innovating their their philosophies and trying to get that success and being one step ahead of, of everyone. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, why couldn't we go for that? You know, as opposed to a guy. Like Rivera has proven that he can be successful. He's proven that he can turn a team around. You know, back in 2011, turned a two and fourteen Panthers team into a six and ten team. Had them in the Super Bowl a few years later. You know, a consistent winner, battled through adversity, and, and kept them relevant. That's that has some value in today's league. But you know, it, it seems like there's that ceiling aspect there that I can't get past. I don't know what you guys think uh, about the rule hire and how that kind of juxtaposes with. Rivera, Connor, what what do you think about that? Um, do you know, is there something to be said about the upside lost there, or is there a, a different kind of upside uh, that rests in changing the culture, restarting that? Because I know teams win in different ways. Like you look at the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, Russell Wilson helps a lot, but um, you know Pete Carroll and his staff—they've established a culture there, um, a culture that made it possible for Marshawn Lynch to come back to that after, I think like a year out of the league, you know, endless injuries. He wanted to come back and play for them. And, and, and just that team aspect of, it. I don't know, is there something to that or should they have swung to the fences a little bit more been a little bit more aggressive with this hire?
2: Yeah. No, there's always something to that. Uh, there, there will always be something to that. And that's, you know, that's why, um, yeah, no, that, that, that's why Matt rule is widely considered the, the best cooking candidate out there. Um, and there's no question, everything you just said, I think both things can be true. I think both of what we're saying can be true. I think, A, the ceiling for Matt Rule um, is, I think, is significantly higher than the ceiling for Ron Rivera, um, because I just think he brings new ideas. I think he brings a fresh attitude. You listen to him talk, and everyone, I mean, if you listen to that press conference, you just want it to be a Panthers fan. It's like, this guy, he, he, just, he just knows. He gets it. Turned around Temple. He turned around Baylor. He's a guy who just, he's a player's guy, a dude you who knows so how to build a culture. Uh, so the ceiling will always be higher in, in that case. But I think fit matters more than people think. Uh, and this is why, this, this was my main argument um, about Mike McCarthy. It's the same thing with Mike McCarthy. I think the, the problem with him is he actually fits perfectly in Dallas because he actually won't be calling the shots. We all know who calls the shots in Dallas, and that's Jerry Jones. And for a while, I know that Mike McCarthy will be stuck into a box and he'll be the guy who's just going to be basically the mouthpiece after a couple of years for Jerry Jones. That's just how it works. That's, that's kind of the fit down there, and that's why the Cowboys have been what they are. You know, Matt Rule will have a new opportunity. He'll have a new chance to kind of build up the Panthers, but I think the fit for Ron Rivera up here is just, I, I think works just as good as the fit for Matt Rule down there because I think Matt Rule's, he has way more roster turnover for him that he'll be building up. You know, his defense, some of the stars on the defense are getting older. His offensive, he's really going to be having to work with a new quarterback within even maybe this next year. You're moving on from Cam Newton. It's going to be completely different. Um, he has his opportunity to build his team from the ground up. With Ron Rivera, there are pieces there. There are pieces that are that are there for him to work with. The John Allen, De'Ron Payne, Ruben Foster will be coming back. Dwayne Haskins you can work with. You, you put a good offensive coordinator there, like Scott Turner, and hopefully that'll work itself out. But you bring in somebody like Jack Del Rio; he's a dude who's been known to make defenses work. You've got the pieces there, and I, I think the fit for Ron Rivera works perfectly. I don't; I just don't think the Redskins needed to swing for the fences for something to work. I think for the Panthers, there was much more change that's going to have to to happen in the in the coming years. I think the Redskins have a couple more pieces on their roster that. Can work well with Rivera. I think you're right. The ceiling is much higher for Rule, um, but I don't think the ceiling needs to be that high for Rivera to succeed in DC. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that that's where kind of I think that that's that's where Redskins fans are optimistic. And that's where I think that when you look at a guy like Matt Rule going to Carolina, you don't you don't grimace too much. You go, okay, I I still think the guy we have fits us yeah. the way that we you know? Yeah,
0: for sure. And something that, you know, you, you kind of triggered in my mind just now is that, you know, the, the rule higher may have a higher ceiling, but there's also a bit more instability there, a bit more you know, for sure. potential for that instability and you know, much more risk. Yeah. Like I, I like to think of like a, a, ri- a, ion that's, uh, radioactively decaying over time. Like it's, it's not stable. So, you know, it's, there's potential there for it to just break apart and everything fall apart right and,
2: it's yeah. like it's like my driver on the like something in the tee box i have a much higher chance of just doing okay if i lay it up with the pitching <laughs> wedge just shoot 10 shots to get to the green or i have the higher ceiling of taking my driver which has a lower chance of getting the green a much higher chance of hitting a squirrel but uh, <laughs> but sometimes you take out the driver sometimes you take out your chipper it's just, it just that's the difference yeah. sometimes the risk the juice is worth the squeeze
0: that's what it kind of comes down to yeah exactly and sometimes it's worth it to just Keep it safe a little bit and keep that stability there, especially with the Redskins. You look at their past, you know, two, tw- two decades of utter dysfunction, you know, just nothing working. At some point, I guess you can say, all right, it's, we don't need to swing for the fences. We just need to get someone in place who we know is going to take, take this and do something with it. And yeah, No I think, question about it. Yeah, I, you know, I can see that now. Wow. I actually, guys, this is revolutionary. Uh, I, like, I, I always learn stuff during podcasts, but this is like, this is this is stark right here. This is a stark hunt. I need to sit back and take this in for a second. Ja- <laughs> Jacob, what do you think about the uh, Matt Rule hire? That doesn't necessarily have to be in the context of Rivera, although it probably will be in the coming years. I mean, it, it, it's kind of a natural storyline. You know, Rivera gets fired by the Panthers and comes to the Redskins, and then Rule gets hired by the Panthers and replaces him, and if they're going to play each other this year. I mean, it's just like it's a natural storyline. But what, what do you think about that rule hire? Because that kind of caught a lot of people by surprise too.
1: I think that the Matt Rule hire, like you said, has upside. But I am far more skeptical of it than most. I just think there are so many potential issues with this hire. And I'm going to go through some of them. Um, Matt Rule is, by all accounts, a great guy. And you can see in his press conference that he has the potential to be a motivator. And I totally get that. But he has one year of NFL-level coaching experience, um, and he served as the assistant offensive line coach for the New York Giants during that time. Now, that's not to take away anything that he's done in college. Like He turned Temple and Baylor around, like you said. But college programs often respond differently than NFL players will. And he just has to, it's going to be a little bit of time for him to figure out exactly how pros respond comparatively to college players. So that's a big concern I have. The other concern is that the Carolina Panthers players loved Ron Rivera. We saw them quit on the team when he was gone. So Rule is going to have to navigate that whole aspect of him being the guy that replaced Rivera. Um, That could work out fine and not be an issue, but it is something that while he's implementing his program, he's going to have to remember the players that are holdovers were attached to Ron Rivera more so than um, players are normally attached to a coach just because of the person that Rivera is. Now, they may be able to get attached to Rule as well, especially if he's as good motivationally as he was in his press conference. Uh, but that's just another thing to be concerned about. And, and the, other, the other big thing for me is giving him a seven-year contract worth $62 million just seemed like such overkill. Like, I knew they'd have to pay him a lot to leave college. But, again, we're talking about a guy with very little NFL-level experience who is going to possibly have to go through a big-time transition making that kind of money. Uh, So there were a lot of factors in the hire that I didn't like. Now, I like Matt Rule as a head coaching candidate, don't get me wrong. Um, And he has a lot of upside, and bringing Joe Brady gives him more upside. But the lack of NFL-level experience from the head coach um, is just a little bit of a concern that I think people are not giving enough attention. Um, It may not be an issue at all, but we've seen coaches make the jump from – college to the NFL and struggle Nick Saban's a great example of that when he was with the Miami Dolphins and Saban's one of the greatest college coaches of all time so we'll see what Rule can do but I'm just skeptical of it from that standpoint uh, so I, I, I'm i just interested to see what happens there I'm, a, I'm lower on it than most
0: yeah yeah and I can see that you know he, there's one thing that's certain if it does go down in flames it's it's going to be ugly because you know you tie yourself that much money, that much time, you know, everyone's been talking about waiting for John Gruden's contract to go down in flames like that, you know, Matt Rules is kind of on that plane where it's like, all right, you invested a lot in this guy, so if you don't get that return on investment, you know, it's not going to be pretty, that's for sure. The Redskins were a little safer with Rivera, and you know, well, while some people like myself would have liked them to go with a little bit more upside, there's nothing wrong with going the safe route and getting a guy you know can do what you need uh, for your franchise. And I think, you know, this was a good podcast, guys. I'm, I'm serious. I am happy right now. All right. I think that's a good place to end it. Um, yeah. So we talked about NFC East coaching hires, mostly about Rivera, and uh, talked a little bit about Judge McCarthy. Uh, Next time, we got Nathan Britton coming on next, and we're going to talk a little bit about the draft, Um, Kyle Smith getting promoted. That's a big one. And I'm talking about some interesting debates uh, for the number two overall pick. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. But uh, for now, we are out of time. Peace out, guys. Have a good night.